Hello ladies and gentlemen you are listening to Trash Panda Radio Lockdown Diaries This is your host Agni for today's episode Over the past few weeks we have been in a state of despair thanks to the virus situation Although we cannot do much other than staying at home staying safe and most importantly staying aware of the current situation there have been several cases of false information being passed around on the social media always remember before rushing to make a decision that might compromise your position there are others who are putting their lives at stake to find a cure and treat the affected they have become our unsung heroes ladies and gentlemen for today's episode we have with us Dr. Shayantan Mojundar who is stationed at SSKM at the moment. So Shayantan, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, hello guys, I am Dr. Shayantan Das Mojundar. I am currently posted at the Institute of Psychiatry Center of Excellence under SSKM Hospital. I completed my internship just in February and I joined as a house staff and my last posting in internship was incidentally in Belaghata ID. So I have been seeing cases coming in and getting tested for it much before it became a panic and the lockdown scenario happened okay so along with shayantan we have our regular trash panda crew shaykat ramit we are missing debrook today for this episode so shaykat do you have anything to ask shayantan yeah hi shayantan how are you doing right now yeah i'm doing fine I will join again from Monday. My last duty was on Thursday so it's fine and it's like it's been lazy for the last 3 days. <laughs> okay yeah, yeah absolutely that yeah. is pretty much everything. Yeah. So what is what is the situation right now as in since what in SS came right now what is the situation like there? See generally in my in the last 5 years I have been a part of this hospital. I have never seen this hospital this empty right? So there is a scare among people and people are not getting communications right so they cannot commute so there is yeah. a very less footfall in the opds but the emergency is running quite fine people are coming in and there are people who are coming in with contact histories with fever and with cough and we are not actually testing them in sskm we are referring them to either belaghata id or mr bangur for yeah, proper yeah. testing and screening and isolation that's what it is hi shantan uh like i was having this sudden doubt in my head most people we have a tendency to be afraid of going for a checkup at the hospital for any disease that is so how much okay. do you think that uh in this scenario like because of the limited test kit availability and everything people are still getting uh, like people are still afraid of getting themselves checked for covid-19 so how much do you think that it's affecting your profession as well see there are a couple of things that we should understand right now one of them is that we are just doing passive surveillance so that was the last icmr guideline ki people coming in with symptoms will be tested which i think will not be enough for a state like west bengal which is already under lockdown and people have no way to commute that is a big problem we have to search cases actively from now on at least we need to have some walking clinic setups like we have one in kerala right now and people should get out of this apprehension and get out of this social taboo of not getting tested because that is a tendency there is a very local tendency that is developing that if someone is developing cough people are ostracizing them so they are hiding their symptoms which is again very problematic because 
as of now we are only doing passive surveillance so if someone with cough doesn't come to the clinic for a checkup we might not know he might be having the virus but it's not as severe but he might spread it to someone else who supposedly can be diabetic can be immunocompromised can have other problems like the last one the patient who died in nrs had hemophilia so there are people like this all around us and they might get affected we might not our immunity might be better we might just have a cough from the coronavirus other people might die so it's our responsibility and everyone should understand this and come together without ostracizing people to the clinics for the tests and like so you're saying that this this prevalence of are amar to kichu hobe na ami to thik hoye jabo this is still there right this is absolutely there this is there and there is another tendency that is remarkable um now what i am working in currently i am seeing a surge in anxiety disorders right there are anxiety disorders yeah. among the people who are admitted there are anxiety disorders getting triggered in people who are in their homes stuck they cannot communicate with people they cannot call people up just like that there are people like that right with borderline personality disorders they cannot communicate well and everything is blocked right now they cannot step out of their homes they cannot meet people their work is just at a mayhem colleges are closed till 10th of june that's the latest directive right just in today's yeah, yeah. press conference it came it's closed till 10th of june so imagine people having end semesters like masters final year they have the semester actually that was my follow up question to you on yeah. that so this is like a prevalent like a huge scenario affecting the mental health of many people at this moment many 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 and we don't know how many like you and should this, understand this is also getting is, connected to like the stigma of i don't want to get check up because of this that is definitely there people are getting anxiety disorder triggers right they're getting triggered they're getting triggered because of the surroundings of the other people behaving recklessly they're afraid to move out and they cannot move out and they're getting anxieties because of thinking that they will get anxieties later on and that and i'm not joking about this this is actually happening people are getting depression because of this i yeah, have seen that's very understandable because they are unable to meet their family members because it's a lockdown so family members cannot come up and meet them and you have to understand i work in a psychiatry ward so everybody has some aberrations already and like they are completely going mayhem because they don't understand what is happening people are not meeting people people are not getting information about others properly they're just communicating via phone there are people locked down in other cities like there was a my childhood friend who lives next door he's in pune he's stuck there and he doesn't know when he will come back so yeah these things are getting riled up right now so what advice would you give to our listeners who are having the same same kind of mental health issues but they are stuck at home this time with their families but they cannot discuss that with their families right now they should definitely discuss that's the first thing people should do people should talk aimlessly randomly without inhibitions people should start talking to others because it is high time they have no one else like you cannot go to your counselors now right now can you all of them yeah, like are in lockdown you cannot come to our clinics as well the psychiatry opds used to be like running till 4 o'clock now it's just running till 2 because nobody is there anymore because there is a very less footfall until unless you are severely ill people are not taking you to the hospital so yeah you should talk to your parents you should talk to your better halves you should talk to your children you should involve in some daily activities play board games card games anything but just get engaged doesn't 
get inside that loop there is corona and i cannot move i cannot do these things i have planned this for april now this will be delayed what will i do and what will i not do these are things you should think after you survive not at the present situation the present situation you should only worry about two things one of them is that you shouldn't get infected or you shouldn't spread the infection to others and secondly you should act as a better citizen and help other people around you in times of need and distress this is what we can focus on for our day to day basis and we should actually involve in board games and card games and group activities and day to day chores like visit the markets maintain the social distance and just like don't roam around in some para for instance and don't play carrom and cricket stay indoors playing the games <laughs> for the time being so very disgusting for it like this and now very yeah, wise words so. like no I, all in all like you, you, you should have yeah it's yeah. Yeah, people are yeah, outside yeah, people are still places. outside right my uh, like yeah. right outside my house so yeah, they playing carrom board it's just like an extended holiday but you should understand it's not a holiday serious yeah and yeah, we urban people we are privileged and we can afford to think it is a holiday and sit back at home mm-hmm. and go for the art day and take care of people are not getting food elsewhere people are not getting possible yeah. to go to their home they're stuck at different states like migrants man i was talking about a friend who was in pune living in a flat with three other people and he is chill still his parents mm-hmm. have to imagine about people who are living in slums who are delivers in stuck in different states like someone from bengal is stuck in gujarat how will they return there is no way to return so yeah these are difficult times and we should act responsibly towards it we should be more responsible towards the society at this moment try not to spread the disease try not to do reckless things right now stay safe and communicate yes. as much as possible very wise words and one last thing was about the this limited availability of the test kits like how soon do you think this problem will be getting solved in the major hospitals if not the minor ones that is a big issue like sskm is supposed to be the tertiary healthcare center of eastern india right? yeah the problem is in sskm there are only 20 tests available a day and you can imagine the population of western so 20 tests a day is nothing and that problem can be can only be solved if we start making kits by ourselves and labs are working there is this wonderful lady who is working on test kits and have developed some kind of a kit that can test very rapidly right she is working on that and i think most of the other companies should collaborate and try to have solutions the kerala model is actually very good and very fruitful like that was already practiced in south korea we shouldn't call it the kerala model that's the south korean model they will have working yes. clinics for testing that is that is an absolutely brilliant idea but for that we need to have enough test kits and for that we need to have companies stepping up and making kits in india for india we cannot imagine or sorry not imagine we cannot expect outside aid to give us kits because everyone is facing the same situation it's a pandemic right now you cannot expect china you cannot expect south korea to supply you kits they won't and they can't China already supplied quality kits to other parts of the country because that is pretty evident. They were trying to make kits rapidly, and in general, jab ki tamra water use kori HIV, HBS, and anti-HCV ki to 20 percent khara bade. Jokhon e nete production bada the hai, so there will be more quality kits. So we should try to make our own kits because it is burdensome for another country to make kits for ours. So it's hmm. pointless. We should try and 
come forward and make speech for ourselves inside yeah okay so under so, getting the clear hmm. picture we do not decide what to do yeah exactly Because we don't have a treatment we don't have a preventive cure we don't have a proper treatment regimen till now so yeah so yeah we can only hope that yeah so yeah as i was saying we can only hope that we get a prevention you know we get a vaccine soon enough and we can end this so yeah so you know shantan as a doctor yourself how are you trying to spread awareness how are you trying to spread awareness about about this See, virus individually yeah. individually my yeah. reach is very limited but still in that mm. limited reach i am trying to spread awareness there was a program by iupcoe last saturday in some areas where cases were detected about some prevention measures but i don't think that was enough we need to have more active participation by professionals and yeah. awareness programs because we are talking see awareness is not an issue in calcutta calcutta the cabin pore awareness emni cholashbe lokader kintu you have to understand that this disease is not only restricted to calcutta and this is not an urban problem and once this spreads to the suburbs hmm. the villages and the districts yeah, you have to understand we have primary healthcare centers with just one doctor for all the yeah. seven days how will that center run so exactly. we should spread awareness everywhere around so all the district hospitals should carry out programs telling people to stay home and taking up the responsibility of giving them food handing them food and other essential commodities because the circus that is going on around baja bazaars every day it is another thing that we should look into because mm-hmm. it's a lockdown we are not maintaining any social distancing at bazaars the market places are crowded like hell and because the smaller vendors are closed the big market places are getting more crowded like sham bazaar and manik pala and isk mein paashe there is jogu bazaar all these places are getting yeah. extra crowded because the local shops are closed but a chal ke to jo sham bazaar jaisa hai that's a problem so, so social yeah. distancing is there cannot be held like that right So, but mm-hmm. is this social distancing like getting in the way of rationing food because of this extended lockdown? This lockdown getting extended like week after week. So is this like not what, what no, should what we, we should do? We cannot do away with social distancing right now because social distancing is not a cure, but it is giving us time. If there was no social distancing. there would definitely be more number of cases so it is just time we are preventing ourselves from getting infected with the virus for the rationing part what we should have done from the first week itself we should have had responsible volunteers or paid fiscal workers i don't know 100 fiscal workers because we are already going in an economic slump so we could have had fiscal workers now working volunteering and giving out rations to people go to those supplies that could have helped us in a way that is what i think because see a hoarding tendency to cause in jabena and people will hoard so ration is you have to regulate mm-hmm. so you have to add 2 kg of chal debo you have to 3 kg debo na that you have to regulate ota oram bhabe bazar khola thakle there is one more thing that the up government is doing currently and the maharashtra government has also started and i think if the lockdown is extending up to 30th april and if they are planning to extend it further they should actually try and mm-hmm. follow this model that they are undertaking hotels right so hot, most of the hotels are closed right now because we don't have yeah international and national domestic flights so international and domestic flights are closed 
train services are suspended mm. so most of the hotels are going in so what we could have done is we could have recruited members who are below 40 because above 40 that's high risk again so below 40 employees should come back to their offices and the offices should run in a limited manner up and maharashtra is doing this with the medical facilities staffs like nurses and other medical facilities staff we could extend it further into other sectors other essential sectors like banks like telecommunications like electricity boards and stuff that would be more feasible and yeah, proper utilization of resources thanks ramit and shaikat for that uh... important questions and shantan also for his wise words and yes we do need to take care of uh, the resources that are available right now which are in scarcity but still we have to be aware of uh, the situation if the lockdown continues so shantan uh, on mm-hmm. a like uh, the cases that you have seen and whatever knowledge that you have about the virus were you aware about the virus any uh, did you read about any case histories where the virus was there because this virus family was already there in china previously yeah so see there are two major outbreaks before this one is mars yeah it is middle eastern respiratory syndrome mm. right and the most recent okay. one is sars the sars cov1 that's the previous strain of the virus that was known to us it okay. was a very limited pandemic around roughly 900 people died and it was okay. contained and it was treated by normal oseltamivir and other drugs that was available okay. at that time okay. and after that we had the swine flu pandemic in 2009 yeah. and we thought we shouldn't be worrying more about corona because corona was mostly restricted among pangolins and bats the problem with this yeah. virus is the previous virus which i was talking about used to bind yeah. to the ac inhibitor the sars cov1 now mm. this virus has an extra codomain an s2 subunit in the receptor binding site and that okay. s2 actually tendens the bond and increases the virulence along with there are other spike proteins and stuff but this is one of the major receptor analogies that has changed and as it is a negative standard ssrna virus it's a single standard rna right so yeah it's like a very loose structure and it can mutate very very fast so we already have three strains like type okay. a type b type c and mostly what we are seeing in usa and australia right now are type b's the original type a virus was in in china and then this spread to mm. parts of italy and spain and then france and other parts are getting affected by type b and interestingly africa and other parts are getting affected by type c so we are already seeing changes in the virus like the sars cov2 is already mutating and producing different strains so the type a which was originally detected in wuhan is not yeah. the major threat right now right now it has shifted to have the type b because we were actually controlling okay. and we were actually when china actually controlled type a to an extent right but then now okay. there is a spike of type b and china is also seeing recurrent in cases so this virus will mutate and it will be mutated very very fast so we need to do something very quickly about it back so shantan is there any like uh, possibility of this virus being airborne uh see there is not enough literature to suggest that it is airborne right now so as much as we know it's just spreading through fomites like you cough and sneeze droplets get out and get into other person so uh, respiratory like, tract or throat uh, or something calling into your point of this mutation that's what what mm-hmm. i was like thinking about it's like is there any like possibility that it becomes airborne anytime soon 
is what I'm asking. That we can't be sure of because as of now, the number of coronaviruses we have seen previously as well, because the virus group, much before it came into humans, it was prevalent in animals. So we knew about it like for the last 50 years. So this group of viruses are seen not to travel by air. It's not like influenza. It's more like tuberculosis. So tuberculosis spreads to fomites, corona spreads okay. to fomites. But we cannot be sure. But we shouldn't be panicking about this, right? If it's airborne, we have to see and we have to take measures. But for now, it is fomite one and it will spread to contact. All right. Okay. So uh, just to summarize, Shantan, what exactly or how exactly is this virus dangerous? What exactly does it do? How does it affect the humans? Okay, so this virus can cause very mild form of respiratory illnesses in okay. young patients. And then mm. you have MRTI, like middle respiratory tract infection. Not URTIs, like you will not have a sore throat from this virus. You okay. will develop a cough and cold from this virus. And it can cause LRTI, mm. lower respiratory tract infection. Then, as this virus has high virulence and in immunocompromised patients or patients with other ailments like diabetes, thyrotoxicosis, hypothyroidism and other problems like cardiac problems, other comorbidities, hemophilia, kidney diseases, these patients are at a high risk of developing acute respiratory disease because okay. this virus as a part of the COVID family, this virus hmm. is known to cause severe acute respiratory syndrome. And these are causing severe acute respiratory syndrome and severe pneumonia, which are turning fatal. But the bright side is people with no with no comorbidities at a very low rate of fatality. Like it is not killing people who are immunocompetent, sorry, immunocompetent, and people with a healthy lifestyle and young people without any history of smoking. The smoking will damage your lungs. Mm. So that might actually increase the virulence of the virus. But young people who are not smoking right now and older people who are not smoking, like someone around 50 who is a non-smoker and yeah. someone at 50 who is a smoker, both without any comorbidities, the smoker person is at a higher risk of getting infected by risk. the virus and getting ventilator support. Young people might okay. also pass asymptomatically. That's where the problem lies. There are people who might be asymptomatic. Mm. Like there is just mild cough for two days and it's gone. And you don't know. And the virulence does exist for the next 14 days. And he might be a carrier. A very, okay. very silent asymptomatic carrier. So that so is why we have seen cases where uh, youths have died, but also very old people have survived. Yeah. It, it's not that he's just killing the old people. Youth can also die. But mm. It you depends on the other yeah. factors, like other comorbidities. Corona in itself mm. is not very fatal. Corona is not like rabies. Like it will touch something and it will die. It is not like rabies. It is very moderate and mild virus, but it really takes up the charge when there are other pathogens involved. Like he has some friend over there in your body and he sees that friend and he gets charged up. Without that friend, okay. nothing. Okay. So I recently okay. read that uh, an old lady recovered from this COVID-19. Like, so there is a possibility of old people recovering from this because yeah, this yeah, age yeah. factor which is affecting. If you see the numbers, Italy, in Italy, the number of people dying of coronavirus in a population of people aged above 80 years 
is just 21%. So 79% of them are surviving. It's not that everyone who is old and is getting contacted is going to die. It's not like that. It's just that they're at a higher risk than others. Like that incidence, which I'm talking about, below 40, it is zero. Number of deaths below 40, it's 0%, yeah. 0.001 or 2% in Italy. Mm-hmm. But number of deaths above 40 increases, like 5%, 6%, 8%, 10%, and above 80, it is 20%. So number yeah. of people getting yeah. affected above 80 has a one-fifth probability of dying. Just a one-fifth. So uh, like going to that fact so we in india in this nation like the like the old people are also getting affected a lot so mm-hmm. so we also have a chance of like if we get proper treatment like we also can recover from this right yeah see in india the problem is not about the recovery in india the problem is in the number of case controls because once the disease starts spreading the way we live and the substandard levels of HDN and PQLI we have, the human development and index we have, we already are in an overcrowded place. So a communicable disease like this, which puts to and droplets, will spread like a wildfire. And we cannot contain these many patients, that's it. We don't have enough ventilators, we don't have enough wards, we don't have enough doctors, we don't have enough health staffs and nursing staffs. So the thing is, we can give treatment to patients, but we have to first look that the number of patients that we are giving treatment to are contained. The moment the number of patients will explode, we cannot give treatment to half of them and most of them will die without treatment. It is very alarming. I was checking India has uh, 1 is to 11,000 roughly, more than that actually, doctor is to patient ratio. So you cannot imagine 11,000 coming to a single doctor for checkup and the doctor will check him out and cure everybody, right? That cannot happen. Yeah. So we have to right. contain this before it spreads. That's the only thing. And we cannot deal with 4 lakh cases like USC is dealing with. We're not yeah, capable exactly. to deal with that. Because there are other diseases. You cannot, yeah. like, you, you cannot say, I will not treat cancer from tomorrow. You have to treat that. Huh? Like, you cannot say, I will not treat bowel perforation from tomorrow. There will be no appendix operation. We will only focus on corona. You cannot do that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, according to what you say, that the ratio is very alarming. But um, in a recent report on the COVID tracker of India, so the site that is showing the uh-huh. live uh, number of cases, so there is an exclamation mark beside West Bengal. So it's saying that it's because the number of cases in the state has not been updated yet. So uh, like, what's your opinion? Are we not really uh, giving the number of cases, actual number of cases to the central government for the report? Yeah, that is a major issue in West Bengal and we have actually seen that in Dengue, no matter whomsoever denies it. Yeah, West Bengal has a exactly. bad history of suppressing data and that not only West Bengal, other parts also have, but you have to understand West Bengal is not testing properly. We are testing 20 hmm. people out of a million people. You cannot have more than this data. Like you had 100 people affected, you have only tested like a thousand. So definitely, out of 1,100 people will get affected. Now, the recent ICMR guidelines say that you should test anybody and everybody who is at risk. And now the government will take steps and you have to see. But this is very unfortunate as we have a history of denying diseases. And that shouldn't yeah. be repeated because until unless we know the clear picture, we cannot fight against it. 
লোকজন মরে যাবে ওরম করলে তো হয় না how you should deal with it you cannot be like i will not cash and i will not see and see when patients will come with a history of cough and fever and if the patient is gone abroad then we will only test that is not the way to do it that is not the yeah. it could have spread already so yeah i mean it's, it's it's idiotic to ask a patient on mm. 31st of march that do you have a travel history for in the last one month when he's coming with cough and respiratory distress and fever you test that patient you don't ask him questions anymore because you don't know if it the community spread has begun you cannot just go and say ki community spread hote na data chhara ki kore ami claim korchi community spread hote na data lagbe if exactly utai to secondly if we hide the data then we won't find the exact truth to shut up and fight korbo ki kore bias hypothesis and the bias people who bias screening and this should actually we will do away with it i think we should do do away with it we should start active testing the problem is that we are test center to develop coach na test kit ne ki kore see there were no ppes before 31st march 31st march ppes came to hospitals and now we at least have a steady supply of ppes we don't we are at least sure that we are not going to die without armor like this we will okay. have kids it is taking time definitely but we all should be hopeful right now there is nothing else that we can do like we cannot go and produce kids right? that Mm-hmm. is left to the confidence and the government as i said then uh, like mm-hmm. in the future suppose this situation we we are able to control it but mm-hmm. in the future say the virus again comes back then uh, will we be able to fight it or will it be more dangerous than it is right now see these are two things that you are talking about your mm-hmm. one part of the question is if this virus comes back and we cannot yeah. eradicate this virus I am not sure about eradication of this virus. I don't think this virus is going to be eradicated. We can have exactly. a vaccine, we can control and mm. contain this virus. And but I am pretty sure this virus is not going to be eradicated. It is not something like the smallpox because smallpox mm-hmm. has a different genetic structure and stuff. But yeah, so they are very different and this has a very low chance of getting eradicated. So this COVID-2 will be prevalent in the world. yeah in a very controlled manner with vaccines with medicines and stuff the problem is the second part of the question will there be new strains of it there are already three strains yes. like it, it's just four months they have already developed these strains and there will be numerous strains just like in influenza but the thing is most of them will not have a high virulence effect because most of the mutations are not as successful so most of them will be mm-hmm. not as virulent as this one some might and there will be other pandemics at other points like we had a swine flu pandemic then we had the 
got through pandemic and then again also went through pandemic of a different strain likewise yeah. you will have a reputation that is what i believe i don't know about trends right now there is not enough literature to support these claims but Mm-hmm. This is what I believe. This virus, as it is an SSRI virus, it can mutate and it will come back from time so to time as different epidemics. Yeah, but we will fight it better, I guess, because yeah, with yeah. this head start and with the number of responses we are getting from other countries, like US has stated today that they are going to give 10% of GDP to health sectors. Mm-hmm. UK said they are going to give 15%. So with this, we will have more research, and with more research, we will have better measures to fight it. The next time it comes. Okay, and uh, my last question to you would be, hmm. how to increase our immunity, like in this uh, state where we are not really having a lot of our essential needs, but we have to keep our immunities uh, strong so that we can fight the virus. So how do you think we can keep our immunities high? Eat vegetables, lots and lots of vegetables, okay. and lots and lots hmm. of protein. Try to avoid fat and oil. Okay. That's just it. Like, go for vegetables because vegetables mm. will give you enough immunity. And go for proteins because protein proteins are what to say the backbone of the immunity system, right? So you mm. will definitely need protein and amino acids. So we need a high source of protein from whichever we get. Meat eaters will have meat. People who are vegetarians should definitely go for a slow diet for the time being. Eat as much as healthy as possible. Avoid eating fried items because see. The thing is, the fried items won't decrease your immunity. It will add to your ailments, right? Then you have to run to the doctor for other issues. Try mm-hmm. not to have anything exuberant during this time. Okay. Keep it as simple as possible, and do check up your routine hypertension and diabetes. Definitely okay. do that because. You might not know. Means you have not checked your blood sugar level for the mm-hmm. lockdown period, and after thirty days, you contract a coronavirus. And in the thirty days, your uncontrolled diabetes or even to like two sixty by one sixty, and then you're fucked. So you cannot actually do that. So you need to get routinely checked. That's it. Yeah. So Shandan, would you suggest like uh, physical exercise as well to the people who are in their houses? They can definitely do physical exercises, but that is not going to help in fighting the virus. At all. Just like, to like uh, keep their mental health like balance. Like- yeah, they they can definitely do that to balance their mental health, right? But that is like up to them. They can also sit in the sofa and chill and watch Netflix. That's up to them. That is not going to help them fight the virus. Yes, but they should involve in group activities. Like they will invest definitely their time in binge watching. But they should also have programs where they can sit with family and watch family shows. That is very important to keep the mental health going. Talking and communicating is very important right now because everybody is scared. Like I am scared. My parents are scared. So the seven-year-old kid down the road is scared. Everybody is scared. So everybody needs to talk. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That was uh, Dr. Shantan Dasmuramdar for you. We have uh, got some really important info regarding the virus situation, and also how you can stay safe in your homes. Please keep your immunities high and don't be anxious. There are people who are still working really hard to find a cure, to find a way to make the situation right. They are keeping their lives at stake to do this. So please. do your bit stay home stay safe peace